Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively and above all else joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Uh, Ta-da. Here we are. Here Here we we are. are. So for those of you watching, we're pulling the post-studio look with the messy high pony. And it's what is, it's spring and it's- Breezy. uh, Freezing. So I've got, you know, the the fur that I wear over the sweatshirt, over the workout, over the other fur. You kind of look like a, I said, what, a unicorn? I feel like a Viking today. Viking unicorn. Very different. (laughs) No, yeah. Uh, But no, it feels really good. So I'll probably like take some of this off as we start to talk and start to sweat, you know, when we get to those uncomfortable subjects that we're going (laughs) to talk about today. Are we going uncomfortable today? I hope not. You know, I I need to be in my comfort zone, you know, but no, I need to be in my comfort zone and you like to push. The discomfort zone is where we excel. So let's stay there. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's start with our thing. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. We start with a game. We're starting with a game today that I am initiating. So Lee, two things. Give me the two best things can't do it <laughs> i mean I, you know i have one what's the it's b- not an answer I, no okay okay do, do it how you would do it okay this is the way i would do it this is this is two questions i want to ask you today number one what is the best thing about working at hilliard studio method this feels like a very loaded question yeah i know Yes. If you wanted okay, and number really to follow the rules, is, you it? could say, give me two things that you love about working at Hilliard Studio Method, but we're going to play your way. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I just want to know what it's like to, to have me as a girlfriend boss. <laughs> <laughs> Who wears fur over their workout outfit? Anyway, um, more hot. Let's go ahead. Keep okay. Going. Take off one layer yeah, and I will let layer. you Oops, know. There, I got to stay in front of the mic. Oh, like the top? It's great. What question are you asking me? Yeah. What, what's your two favorite things? About? Working at Hilliard Studio Method slash okay. working All right. for me. Number one, what I like the most about working at Hilliard Studio Method is, oh God, you know, there's there's so many things. It's hard for me to narrow it down. But the first thing I think about is that that's kind of my place to be with my people, as in you, as in my trainers, as in the clients first and foremost. I mean, I'm excited every day, even if I'm tired or don't feel creative or in the mood to work out. Like it really changes the minute I go in there. When I see people and I'm happy and excited, I mean it and I look forward to it. Mm -hmm. So I think overall that answer is community. And there's lots of other answers, but I'll stop there. And then you want to know what is the best thing (laughs) about working with you for you? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think it's important because I want to know what's the best part of working with me as also as your partner. Got it. Girlfriend. What do you call it? What do we we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, I like being around you all the time That's and I'm nice. being very serious. Yeah. I really do. Um, and so I'm really lucky that 
I get to spend time with you in my life. And then work means I get to spend time with you when you come into the studio. <laughs> that makes me feel super really good. Thank you. No, but it's true. I mean, your energy and your presence, I'm constantly drawn to. I think when we were friends before we were us, I wanted to be around you. So that's just kind of a magical, mystical gift that I get. And I just feel more comfortable when you're there. I feel more me. Wow. I love that answer. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Good. Well, You're that's welcome. good. Are you going to ask me a question? Yeah, like you that? got two things too. Okay. Two things. Uh, come on. Let's mm-hmm. see what we got. Okay. Give me two things that keep you up at night. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Just two? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I generally, I don't know about you, and I don't know about you all that are listening, but I have this bad tendency to rehash the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like, Start to finish. The thing, like, things can have, have, I could have had the happiest day ever. And at three in the morning, there was something that I mm. said that was the wrong thing. Or, you know, I, I second mm. guess myself when I'm the, keeping me up. Those things don't keep me up, though. I guess the things that keep me up is, you know, are the really important things. Truly the, the concern about my family, mm-hmm. you know, sickness, the things we've been through this year so when you think about like when you rehash your day you said I'll think about did I say that right is it something you already thought earlier in the day like you missed and so now you're perseverating in it on it or you're kind of creating problems (laughs) no and that um as my mother used to say are you inviting trouble here yes (laughs) I love Um, that phrase yeah I definitely invite trouble around 3 a.m I can't you know I generally wake up around 2 or 3 a.m. I don't know mm-hmm. if everybody else I think a lot a, of people do. Has a thing. You know, back in the day, like a long time ago, back before we had televisions and things to keep us occupied. I mean, you know, before electricity and stuff, <laughs> there was a thing <laughs> that they, they called. Your time period. Yeah, but yeah, back when I was born, <laughs> right? But no, before all, you know, all of the diversions that we have, um, they called it the first sleep and the second sleep. Like people go to sleep pretty much when the sun went down after they got their things done and mm-hmm. their tents put up and their yeah, wood whatever, chopped. their wood chopped, all those things you had to do. And then you would wake up around one or two and, and you know what they did? What? They had sex. I was going to say that. And yeah, really and truly. And it was a sort of a first, after the first sleep, sometimes you get up and have a snack. Sometimes you have a snack and sex. <laughs> And then they would go back to sleep, get up at dawn, and start the process again. So I, I have a first sleep that lasts till around two or two three, or three in the morning, and it's a good day if you have a second sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Let's go to your point about worrying about your family because I would mm. like to celebrate yes. for a moment because we just rounded the corner of the one year anniversary, right. I guess, of your grandson. Right. Um, being diagnosed with a brain tumor mm-hmm. and returning home and graduating from his treatment at St. Jude. Yeah, yeah, it was great. We've just had a great family time in the last couple of weeks, or last probably about six weeks, and uh, culminated in a fun beach trip. And yeah, just really to see someone you love uh, go through such trauma, not just him, but his mom and dad and sister and all of us, actually. Um, and then to see the other side of that, it just reminds you that I remember, I mean, in, everything is, has an ending. Mm-hmm. Every good mm-hmm. thing has an ending. Every bad thing has mm-hmm. an ending. 
it's go, you're going to get through it. It's got, you're going to see the other side of it. And I love seeing the other side of oh. this. We're celebratory, aren't we? I we mean, are. like it's a constant sort of feeling of, of gratefulness and thankfulness and happiness Absolutely. to just be alive. Right. And there was so much support and so much love. So mm -hmm. we're going to stay, um, associated with supporting is right. the better word St. Jude right. and all their endeavors. So look, look for out. different things we'll do in the studio and right. just in our lives to support a place that has supported our and entire family for a long time. And these children who are going through the worst of the worst to make it as best as you can. And if you, and even if you don't have a family member going through or childhood cancer situation, St. Jude is such a great place to, to support. They, they're doing everything. <laughs> they, they fly you to your clinic for your checkups, mm -hmm. right? They, mm -hmm. they feed you, clothe you, whatever you need. It's, it's a hundred percent. And, and I, I knew about St. Jude, but now firsthand knowledge of that is they will always have my money. And so yep. I'll, we will always do what we can do to support those people that are helping so many children around the world. That's right. Yeah. Well, that so, feels good. Yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Um, so do you want to get married? <laughs> no. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I don't right? know. No, we, we, we've been talking about this, right? Yeah, we've been talking about this. So <laughs> let's back it up. I think the first answer, though, I always go you went, is nope. no. <laughs> and then I go, well, uh, yeah, let's back it up. Let's back it up. Yeah. So we've been together for a while. Yeah. Are we committed? Yes, for Do you sure. Love me yes, the most and want to be with me forever. Insanely, like devotedly, every yeah. day. Just you know, more and more. What? <laughs> Truly, I mean, okay. it's fun. Yeah. Well, me too. And so, a while ago, <laughs> she, she's proposing. Me too. We're gonna put. She's no. proposing on the podcast. This is fun. Podcast proposal. So a while ago, you gave me a ring. A, dime. a diamond. A, a diamond. Yes. And then you we gave, gave you a ring. And then we gave me a ring. <laughs> we <laughs> we did a diamond. Um. And we're just chilling on it. Well, and some people have asked, what are you doing? I think every, you know, is it, isn't it funny how society is? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you cannot leave a person alone. I can't leave people alone. Yeah, like, I know. Well, you're, you know, when are y'all going to get married? Well, I mean, when you've been together. I mean, you, people are always in people's business. We want them to all be, I think we all want everybody to be happy, but we also want, you know, everybody to like conform and, and do yeah. the thing, you know, that you're supposed to do, which is to commit and be legally bound to one another. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think that probably started for many different yeah. reasons of need historically sure. over the past of women having to find a husband to support mm -hmm. them. And, you know, over time that has changed. And I think we're in a completely different, thankfully, society. And I think there's there are many great traditions about marriage and then weddings as a function right. of that, that I think have their pros and their cons. They do. And you know, right now in this day and age in 2022, we've got the least amount of people wanting to get married. We don't have people have, people aren't even having sex. I mean, the, the general population is turned off from marriage and I'm not quite sure about the whole sex thing, but it's a problem. I think that's a problem. So I think people are questioning and I know I, mm -hmm. you and I are, maybe I am even more than you. What's the point of the institution if you're not going to pro procreate? And I would venture to say, even if you are going to procreate, do you really need to be married? 
Now I'm gonna get a lot of back <laughs> face slaps from all my, you know, you know, moms that don't want their children doing stuff like that. But what is that point? Mm-hmm. The stability certainly for a child, but you know, people have different ways of doing it. And we we have friends that are that have babies and they aren't married and they seem to be doing fine. But let's talk about us. <laughs> Well, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at this coin. And I'm interested in the fact that both of us have been married. Mm -hmm. We've now been divorced and now we are together. And it's not necessary for Mm -hmm. us to be married. Now, there's a legality part of it. And for me, there's like an equality of like, I should be able to do what I choose with you if that includes marriage and let that feel like everybody else. Right. I mean, I'm just going to do like the on the paper thing. The two mm. pros for getting married in my in my world right now are if one of us is sick in the hospital, mm-hmm. we can go see each other. Okay. I think we can That's get around important. that anyway. And then taxes. And I have a real question oh. about taxes. Why is the United States of America invested in people being married? I think that's a really good question because you pay much higher taxes if you're a single, single. human than if you're a married human. Mm-hmm. And um, why is that investment so high in our government to, to do that? But those are have two, to study up on that. Yeah, those are two material reasons uh, or one's material. And then the other one is, you know, the whole you've got to be a family member to visit people and such in the hospital. Okay. I have not been in the hospital except to have a child. You've not been in the hospital. Except- <laughs> so we're feeling with. pretty good about the hospital visits. Right? Yeah, but I mean, if you talk about end of life, I mean, it's yeah. important to me that mm-hmm. I would get to be involved in your choices. But you can put almost everything in a On will. On paper, yeah. In a will. So we are, here's the thing you and I have been talking about, and we we like to play, talk about it, and then we like to get real serious <laughs> and talk about it, um, is... We just love celebrations, right? Exactly. We love life and we want to celebrate mm-hmm. our love. So for all of you that want to celebrate your love, um, but you're not sure about marriage, maybe there's another way to do that. Interesting. Maybe you just say we're going to have a celebration, a coupling celebration. Oh, God. That <laughs> sounds so like word. goopish. It does. It does. <laughs> Which is fine. Or an uncou- well, they call it an uncoupling. Unconscious we can have uncoupling. A couple- when you say nope. coupling, you feel like you're going to an orgy, right? Oh, God. I mean, we- I don't know. When was the last time you no did one, that? No one's ever invited me to a coupling ceremony. Oh, my God. Um, but doesn't it sound like that? So maybe no, that is not what I thought. <laughs> <gasps> um, so I don't know. I, I like the, I like, I love going to weddings. Who doesn't like going to weddings? Mm. I even love putting on Clary's wedding. That was Ooh. one of the most fun days of my life, years of my life. You know, most, <laughs> most mother, daughter, uh, we had one of these days, we can get her on here. But what most mother and daughters like go fisticuffs when they're going to have a wedding together, you know, the whole chit chatting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're going to do it this way and you're going to do it that way. We were like, yeah, we're just going to do it. We're going to have a blast together. We literally had no argument. The only problem we had was we couldn't get the monkey because it cost $2,000 for the bourbon bar. And we were, that was wow. a disappointment. But That's a we, huge disappointment. Yeah. I guess yeah. we should just get married and do that. It's yeah. just a monkey and a bourbon bar. Because that, <laughs> yeah. 
out of control. Yeah. I mean, I love big celebrations. And I, well, but the mm-hmm. reason is, is I love celebrating the joy of two people yep. being in love. And, and I loved her wedding because they are and still are this incredible couple. And their wedding reflected that, right? Mm. And I will, I think we should have some sort of a ceremony, whether we do it legally or not. Okay. And, and, but do you want to do it legally? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. When you say, I don't know, then a lot of people go, ooh, well, they don't know if they want to be together. And that's obviously not it. We're obviously in. So I kind of have that stance on it. Like, we don't have to get married because we're happy and in a healthy relationship. And so it feels like a should next thing to do. And also like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think really we just want to have a party and a celebration. What are the, okay, what are the, let's just get real. Okay. We both came out of a marriage, right? And I don't care how good your marriage was, and I think I know I, I love to speak for myself in my old <laughs> marriage because I loved it. It was a good marriage until it wasn't, and I've said that before. And um, I I firmly believe that you should marry a man or a woman of your choice, and make sure that human is a nice enough human that if you do go through a divorce, you get along great. And mm-hmm. I did that. I chose a good human that. Um, when we did get a divorce, that he's just still one of my best people. I right. I adore him. Right. So, yeah, divorce is horrible, shitty, terrible. There's no good thing about it. It's it's just bad, and it's hard to go through. No matter how great you all get along, mm-hmm. or how much you agree or disagree on things, it's just incredibly hard. So, you know, I don't know. It makes me kind of go. Is it because you've been through a divorce before and don't want to get divorced again? Well, I like freedom. And, right. And I, I love the freedom we have. And I think even if we chose to get married, that we would continue the freedom. Yeah. And what do you mean by freedom? Because I'm sure some people went, oh, <laughs> what kind of freedom do you mean? Oh, Freedom to be with multiple other know, people? You know what's interesting? Okay. And, and Are you going to answer Aubrey, that question first? Yeah, I'm going to answer that. That <laughs> is one of the things I want to say. Okay. I don't know why this was, but in my previous marriage, which previous marriage, my only marriage I've ever had, um, people had a feeling that we were like swinging couples. Did you remember, did you remember those rumors? Oh yeah. About y'all. Yeah. Turns out there's room, by the way, y'all, if you think people are not talking about you, they they are, (laughs) but I mean, so just don't talk about anybody else and we can solve the problem. Later on, I found out people thought that my husband and I like swapped with other couples or something. I cannot even get my head around that. Yeah, that the would never have happened. So, uh, no, those are, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why I brought that up. Because except, we, you said you liked the freedom. And uh, so I wanted to that clarify is not what you the meant freedom by freedom. I'm looking for. What, fr- is, what do you mean by freedom then? Freedom is to uh, not feel at all institutionalized, caged. I agree with you, but I think it's more than that. I think if you're in a relationship in which your soul and your heart feel held and free. Ah, held and free. Good. At the same time, then that indicates how healthy it is because that's how I feel. I feel like I am finally free to be myself, that I have huge commitment towards you, but I don't feel locked down by you. So there's the freedom and then that being held, that being comfortable being yeah. settled, all my safe yeah. words, I feel the same she likes to be settled. way. So when I say, when we say, 
I don't know, do we? It doesn't mean I don't know about you. It means we don't know about that institution mm -hmm. because of our experiences and because it's legality and because it is mm -hmm. an institution. It is. And it should just be into, into, a celebration. It should. And, do, and why does any couple older, and you're not older, but I mean, anybody that's not choosing to have children. I'm not having any more children, so. God, I hope not. <laughs> um, that, you know, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And the point is an exemplary expression to society and an indication of your love and commitment. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm game on that. Mm -hmm. I'm game on that actually. Okay. And then, um, I guess, then I guess we should. <laughs> <laughs> if you and I had met and we were young what do you think what would happen? Okay, first then? of all, I'd be in jail because I'm so oh, much God. older than you are. And I, you would have been like, well, that's true. Think about that. Okay. I mean, well, can we shift? If I was shift, younger, yeah. If we were contemporaries in our 20s or 30s. We'd have to be in Kentucky. Where did they just pass a law where now you can't get an abortion, but you can, you can get married if they're underage, like under 14 or 12 or something. That's We'd nice. have to go there. Anyway, special. keep going. That's Put special. us at the same age in a younger decade. Uh, okay. Do you think we would get married? I mean, who knows what we would be, but I'm just saying because mm. if we weren't married before, if like we entered as two young people in yeah. love with each other, I wonder what would happen. It's just curious to me. Well, we probably would mm -hmm. because we wouldn't have been married before. Okay. Um, and that's just what you do? I, I see. I don't know right. anymore. I just don't know anymore. I, I, I was brought up to get married, period. Same. Just get married. We were all brought up, find you a, a man and get married to them. Nobody, nobody ever said, find you a woman and get married to her. <laughs> you didn't really They see. should have mentioned that. That would have been a good idea. You know, the Disney princesses weren't. They were not with the other princesses. Same sex. Right. No. right. <laughs> so, I mean, I was just, you know, that was just instilled as a, as a value mm -hmm. and I, as a, a success. Like, uh, it wasn't just a box to check. It, it was right. more of a, and now you are an MRS, and that mm -hmm. was a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, and I am really enjoying signing my name MS. Oh, I really am. Ms. Hillian. Are you? Are you Ms. enjoying Canelli. that Ms. Canelli? I do like it. I think it's, I think it's kind of I don't of feel good. any I'm not going to go MRS if I do get married to you. Yeah, I'm just not. What would we do with our names? I'm not changing mine ever. I'm not changing mine because of my kids. Well, I'm not changing mine because I like and it. And it's a pain in the... You know what? <laughs> yeah. You do have a good name. A great name. So then I was going to say, what advice would you give to someone younger who wanted to get married? I would say go for it. Mm -hmm. Go for it. I mean, I think... <laughs> well, in my opinion, I don't... Okay, now I'm just going to... I have a lot of opinions on this. Great. Let's hear them. Uh, one of which is no one really needs to get married. We all need to support people that love one another. Mm -hmm. And if they choose to have children, we need to support those children. I have this um, utopian society that is always in my head. And I think that one day we'll be there where you have a community of support and that kids, meaning 13, 14, 15 year olds, um, have a natural tendency to want to couple Right, <laughs> do want to be together, want to have sex, mm -hmm. and it's a constant do not, do not, do not, do not. When that is really their natural tendency, mm -hmm. and what happens when you have sex? Babies are 
or conceived. So in my utopian society, mm -hmm. I believe that you have a village of support, not a just people that are saying, you know what? Yeah, you're only 14, but you know, come on over, spend the night. Actually, they do that some, in some places. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it's Denmark or somewhere. They have just this great open society where the parents are very supportive. You know, if they're and if the child conceives a child, they're going to help support that child, okay, or vice versa. So, that's my my take on it. Then we happens? live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to the utopia when you're okay. like. 18, 19, 20, then everyone just helps raise the children. Right. And think about this. Think Do about you want people to then couple off into like monogamous groups or I, just let it flow? I think monogamy is a lovely thing. And, and I hope that, I mean, let them, let them be themselves. Mm -hmm. But also when you're 13, 14, 15, 16, for you to make a decision for a lifetime is really kind yeah. of a really a ridiculous concept. Mm -hmm. because we know we change, all change our minds. I also believe in your young 20s, your 30s, it's really hard to know if you want to live with someone for the rest of your life. Right. I know that you know you do. I know that yeah. you believe you do. And I believed I did when I got married, and I believe you believed you did. Uh, and we committed to that because that was what was the society norm. Right. And um, I just feel like there should be a clause like in a regular marriage contract, literally, we're going to revisit this marriage every, whether it's two or three or five years. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, it's not really an out clause, except maybe it is an out clause. I would almost say when you're going to get married to someone, you not only love, cherish, and keep them the rest of your lives, but you promise also in that contract to be open with that person right. and to revisit what's working and what's not, and possibly even put a clause in there for checkups, like therapeutic checkups with mental health professionals, meaning therapists, marriage therapists, or staying in tune. I think, right. I think marriage can last, monogamy can last for years and years and years if you uh, genuinely love each other. Right. And can and are able to communicate, and I, I don't believe anybody is able to do that with just two people. I think sometimes you need a third person. I think that's you. probably one of the most important parts. I mean, I just as you're saying that, I think about you know cars and the rest of the things that we get checkups on. Yeah, HVAC units. Yeah, dental visits. Like yeah, you told me about. Yeah, that. I'll tell you that story in a minute. But I think it's we go as young children in this societal like duckling way following the path of let's get married let's have babies without these skills without the skills without and they the need skills this. and, and that's where your community comes in right right and so if you have that support and that regular check-in i think you can save yourself a lot a of lot of time yeah. and yeah. stress yeah not that it's gonna solve it i mean i think in that discussion of what would a utopian study look like versus right. what we have now I think it's healthy to to explore that I do too and find ways find the ways that actually could work in our society right now mm -hmm. so maybe you maybe in Charlotte North Carolina or in anywhere the United States they're not ready for you know teenagers to just sleep together wherever and have babies and all the community maybe they're not quite ready for that so not. we find a we find a, a medium but knowing that that is a natural tendency mm -hmm. but don't make it so wrong and and, and actually I, 
if I had a teenager now, and I know you do, so this could be more of your sort of a thought process, mm-hmm. I would just talk about how important sex is and, um, and the responsibility of a child. And okay. so therefore, you know you want to be with someone, and it's a natural tendency to do that. And so how to prevent either pregnancy or if you choose to get pregnant, what that also right. looks like. So I think, I think all that's important. And I was going somewhere Sorry. with that. No. I know. And I've lost my train of thought, but that's okay because that's an important part. I know what I was going to say. Okay. So in the society now, I think that if we are good stewards of our children, you've got two of them that are pretty amazing kids. I just spent a week with them. Um, do you say to them, yes, of course you want to get married. This seems like a great idea. You've fallen in love with this girl and she's your girl. She's your woman. Um, here's what I want you to uh, consider agreeing to. Okay. You know, first of all, pre-marriage therapy, which I think some churches or something um, suggest. Many do, yeah. But it's more like, I went to that too. That's not real yeah. therapy. <laughs> um, I, I would go like, you know, you require... I would require a, at least at the minimum six month checkup. I do that at the dental office, right? Right. If I've got a cavity, you were going to actually speak to that. Um, but just a simple checkup. You made the point also about the car, right? Um, Those you tune up. These are young. They're, you're young, and you're even if you're old, you have impasses on communication. Yeah. Time to check in. Here's the story. I have a really good friend whose husband wrote a wonderful article comparing dental health to mental health. And the whole point was when our children are little, we teach them this two-a-day habit to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. We take them twice a year to go get their teeth cleaned in order to prevent cavities. So at first you might think dental health and mental health, like we're it's taking away its health, its self-care, its habitual habits that don't have that big bad stigma and that oh no, I'm in trouble. And so if we start younger and more meaningfully giving our children skills to cope with the world and all the stressors we have, then the better. Right. So you're saying take the stigma off of mental health. Keep it the same as you want your teeth to be healthy. You You want your brain and your heart and your soul to be healthy. You go to the doctor for a yearly checkup you need a mental checkup. Mm-hmm. Life is difficult and stressful. And you tell your children this early. The worst thing we do for our children is to hide the stresses of life and go, oh, everything is just like the fairy princess yeah. in Disney. It's not. And that's, we've, we've talked about this on our podcast, I believe last year one time about how I believe that children should understand when parents are disagreeing on something right. and see how or how not they resolve it. I don't believe you should let your children see any violence in the house, but you definitely should let them know that it's not its not a piece of cake. Well, and also perhaps if we did have those exchanges or disagreements with our partner and we knew they were in front of our children, maybe we'd take the gloves off and be more caring about the way in which we went about that That's fight in the first place, knowing okay, if I'm going to let my loved one see this, how am I going to handle it? Right. And find better ways to take that anger and stress out by taking care of yourself with those mental check-ins. Right. So this is one of the reasons 
uh, we're probably going to have to get married. <laughs> because okay. I totally agree with that. And um, I, I'm a big proponent of therapy. And I just decided that we have a condition of marriage. I'm, we're going to flip back to me and Lee just for a second. Got it. Because I've gone through so many different therapists mm -hmm. and you have not. That's right. And we have a real great communication and way of getting through even our own issues. Mm -hmm. But I still know that I'm not the person to get you through things that are so deeply embedded in mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. that hold you back from being your best self. Mm -hmm. So one of the stipulations we made during the new year, we didn't make new year's resolutions, but we did have a conversation one day. And now, now I'm holding you to it. Shit. <laughs> she needs to, she needs to go get her little therapeutic checkup. I do. Because you avoid it. And I do. the reason we all avoid it is it's hard and it's uncomfortable and it's painful to go where you don't feel like going. Yeah. But it, I'm telling you, one six-month session of therapy can cut through years of trauma, mm. things that you don't even know about. And, um, and I, too, probably need to do that because I haven't gone to a therapist in a long time. Right. We're like... Yeah. Not preaching to ourselves as the choir. We're yeah. talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, staying. All of us do. All of us do. Up and, to date. And, and the mental health crisis in America uh, with our children committing suicide, uh, with our children having such mental health issues. We keep talking about our children. <laughs> the adults are having a hard time, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And it's just that kids are, you know, they've got no coping skills. And they're, therefore, what you just said about them really getting the early help is important. Mm -hmm. We've got more coping skills, but we still need that. We need some therapy around here. Everybody <laughs> does. I think that's the key. Okay, so okay. marriage. You think that's the key? Yeah. You put that in your contract, any nuptial contracts. Yes, she's not going to get all your money if you separate in six months because she's got a hot boyfriend that wears a thong <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> But if she gets, you know, therapy and mental health stuff every, and you decide as a couple how often you think that should be. And I think the important part is to revisit that frequently. I mean, yeah, I think you're talking about institutions and how they can be oppressive. I think if everybody's trying to live in some <laughs> serious contract that you are now had a great idea and turning on me like it's just that I am resentment pressure like it's just a conversation that should evolve mm -hmm. that's the point over time yeah because so yeah. much changes in our lives as we grow and age and it should and so you need to be able to get uncomfortable with somebody who really cares about you and you really care about them back and I feel like you I, I think that's the key to find somebody you can be uncomfortable with I mean, mm -hmm. we always talk about find someone that you can be comfortable with and that understands you and that appreciates you, but find somebody that's willing to allow you to have some real issues. Like I will sit here with you while you right. work this through. I'm not going to point fingers or abandon you because, you know, you're freaking out about something that I think is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And I think mm. I know that that's why you and I have our relationship and that's right. I think the best relationships I see in friends, and it does, I'm not even just talking about married couples or, or partners like you and I are, which are, we're sort of like on the road to marriage or unmarriage, but even <laughs> best friends, even best friends, you know, right. friends need to do this. I know? think so too. Be un let each other be uncomfortable around each other and just 
be there as a steady flame, you know, of a touchstone. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the first question you asked me and my answer was community. I mean, knowing that you have support and love and acceptance is kind of everything. And so if somewhere in your life you feel like there's some pillar to hold you up when another one isn't mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. I think is really important. So I think there's that, having a community to support you and find support through therapy and those check-ins and tune-ups. I think it's important to think about what the institution of marriage looks like for you and for your partner and allow and to find that it for yourselves to be different than everybody else's. Yeah. And then maybe do the legal thing and have a blast, have a party. I got to go back to one thing. Please do. When I asked you the two things and you said all those great things about me walking in the studio yeah. and how it made you feel good, I didn't give you enough accolade back because I think it's important for people that love each other, that are partners. I'm talking about love now, romantic mm -hmm. love that when you walk into a room, it needs to brighten that room. Yeah. And when you walk into my room, it brightens my room. And sometimes you say to me, Liz, I know you're not on the schedule and I know you've got these appointments out of the studio, but when you walk in the studio, I, I'm better. Yeah. And so that to me is the definition. Are you better when your person walks in your room? You yeah. know, and that, that needed to be said again because Thank you. that made me feel really good. And that's the way I feel about you. Thank you. So. I mean, that is exactly the free and held. When you walk in, I feel like I'm flying and also that I'm held in a tight hug. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. And you're, that's well, and I don't want to say you're welcome, but we're both welcome because we both do that for each other. Mm -hmm. So therefore. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, we'll think about getting married. The question is still unanswered, but we just wanted to give you all an update. We, yeah. <laughs> or really, we just wanted to talk about the institution of marriage. Right. And how it's really on the decline and how um, it, we've, there's some pros and cons to it. I just think the traditional marriage of why we... Mm -hmm. yeah, the traditional reason Why we're getting married. Why we're getting married no longer are of service to many people. They're just not. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes those reasons are a recipe for disaster. If you're just trying to find someone to, you know, be the wife or be the husband or whatever, right. it's just a recipe for disaster unless you just, unless the earth is shaking under your feet and you're, you know, you've got to have that real gut love feeling yeah. that, that lasts. And that this is, you know, when we first fell in love, we were like, could not bear <laughs> to not be together. I still feel the same way. I mean, but you know, I like, do. we were just ridiculous, <laughs> but we still have that. Yeah. That, that base feeling and also that other stuff. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. I mean, it's really, I think about what we kind of stand for with this entire podcast, that joyful, here we are in this one precious life and mm -hmm. what are we going to do with it? And I think it takes a little work to find the joy, but when you do, it feels so good. So no, I, wish I don't think it takes work everybody. to find the joy. I think it takes openness to find the joy. Ah, Open I yourself like up. Be yourself. Be your truthful self. I like that. Don't be, be afraid and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And never listen to people say, don't be afraid. Be afraid <laughs> and do it anyway. Do it anyway. And so I was afraid of you and I did it anyway, you know? Be afraid of going to therapy and do it anyway. 
be afraid of like going up to that guy that you've been just wanting to talk to and he's just are too nervous or scared to do it and do it, do anyway. it anyway. What's the worst can happen? He could turn his back on you. That's not the worst thing. He might, you know, that might be doing you a favor in the long run. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do be afraid and do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was fun. Okay. So we'll set the date and we'll get back. <laughs> you'll see if you're invited um I'm, i am gonna put that article that my friend wrote mm -hmm. in the show notes so there's a link to it's it really if good. anyone would like to read it i think that's really good um i'm appreciative of of smart friends i'm appreciative <laughs> of any friends <laughs> just happy to have some friends and uh you guys are our friends so we love you and and hope that today was a little bit of fun and uh we will be back We'll see you next time. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at HilliardStudioMethod.com.